Hello and welcome everyone once again. It's Paul and Friends Talking Sports, or Paul and I with Friends Talking Sports. I'm Jason. This is Polly. How's it going, guys? And there's Ben with us today. How's it going, everybody? We're talking sports. We've got the World Series. We've got some NBA disasters, college sports, NFL. Take us away, Wally. All right. So we're going to start with the uh, baseball wrap-up for the year. The Astros uh, win the last uh, three games of the series, uh, win it in six. Uh, They get a game six, uh, four to one. Um, It was kind of weird because game three, Philly hit uh, five home runs. Game four, Philly gets uh, shut out and uh, combined no hit. Game five, Astros win three to two, and then game six, uh, four to one. So the Houston kind of asserted their dominance after uh, giving up all those home runs in game three, kind of righted their ship. I think everyone kind of figured that the Astros were going to win the series. Philly made it. Uh, interesting, but the Astros get their second in four years, and that's that. So, yeah, good for a bunch of cheers. Stupid. Yeah, I wish the garbage cans wouldn't have won, but they won. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, and then you got you know Verlander. You got classic Verlander for game one. You know, can't get the win, but <clears throat> they solidify it down the road. And that no-hitter was pretty impressive, and the five-home run game was impressive. So it was, uh, for me, at least enjoyable to watch. Yeah, it was um, a lot of fun to watch. And Instead I, I of just to... losing, you know, just, instead of just kind of, you know, not paying attention at all, because I'm like, who gives a crap about Houston? Who gives a crap about Philadelphia? Mm. <laughs> I don't. But I saw it in the background, and I thought it was very interesting. Yeah, it was, it was entertaining still, so... And you you got you got to feel good for Dusty Baker after all the time he's put in in baseball getting his first ring. That doesn't they've been mentioned for a player or coach of the year, which is kind of funny. Manager of the year. I don't know if you saw that. He was not even in the top three for that, but he won. He wasn't even in the top three. Oh man! No, the Cleveland Guardians manager won because they had a sixty-eight million dollar payroll and got to the playoffs. So I think well deserved. He did get it, but. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. He he won the World Series. He's been good as a manager and a player, and then he didn't even get mentioned for that award. But he won the ultimate award. So, well, he got yeah. he got the ring. So yeah, um, for sure. yeah, they'll give him they'll give him an uh, a lifetime achievement award, Coach of the Year award next year if he keeps playing or keeps keeps managing. I could see yeah. that. Assuming, like, you know, that Houston doesn't just, like, completely collapse or something. You never know. Yeah. They've had things happen in the past, so <laughs> let's hope history doesn't repeat itself. You never know. Yeah, I guess that's all I've got to say about uh, we'll put baseball to bed for a few months here and before you know it, uh, spring training training will be right around the corner. I'm sure we got the MVPs coming up. 
Uh, basically, the AL, it's between uh, Otani and Judge. Uh, NL, you got a few final or a few uh, candidates, but we'll get you that when those awards are announced. And then we'll see you guys for spring training for on the baseball aspect of it, unless there's any big trades that come out of the woodwork. But uh, baseball to 2022, we can put to bed. So there it is. All right. Good night. Um, ben, you wanted to bring up some NBA stuff. I'll let you take the lead here. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, just was kind of go over the, the current standings. We're kind of the top and the bottom of each east and west side. Um, Bucks been phenomenal, 9-1. and one. Just got their first loss last night. Good without Middleton and Connington and just playing really good defense. So Lopez has been really – Good. And Lopez and Bobby Portis and everybody just kind of stepping up. So it's uh that's been fun to watch as well. So yeah, it goes Bucks, Cavs, Hawks, which is Cavs are very I mean, I know they'd be good this year, but surprising that they're um I think eight and two right now. So um Hawks are yeah. seen seven and three. No, they're well the Cavs, I said Cavs. Uh, eight and two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, they're they're I knew they'd be good, but they're a surprise, so that's fun to see as well. Um well, Donovan Mitchell's really really doing well you know for sure no. for sure but then you look at the 10th the sixers 11th the nets 12th the heat you know those are just it's crazy to see i know it's early in the season but i feel like both these sides you gotta go up to a fast start a winning start or else it's gonna be really hard to catch up um overall i mean it can't happen the celtics did it last year and whatnot but all three of those teams who should be you know talked about probably in the top five in the east are pretty pretty down there i know there's been injuries and whatnot but and then the nets too yeah just nash you know mutually parting ways with brooklyn which was good for him i think um to get (laughs) get out of that situation i I wouldn't want to be in that situation right now nobody does and uh and then yeah and then the Kyrie comments and anti-semitic stuff was uh Another just thing of another thing we're talking about Kyrie Irving for the wrong reasons, unfortunately. So, um, you yeah. know, if he just stuck to playing basketball, I mean, un, uh, he's phenomenal. Those the moves he can do in the paint are unbelievable. But it's just everything off the court is just it's too much. Just too much. Do you, Do you guys think he's actually going to do what the team says he has to do to get back, or is this five game suspension going to be a lot longer? Because I tend to think it's going to be a lot longer than five games. Yeah, I think it's going to be longer than five games. I wouldn't even be surprised if they're trying to shop him around right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's going to be hard for him to come back and have that camaraderie and him not being salty. And then he's like, oh, my God, my brother's cousin's sister's nephew's birthday's tomorrow. I got to be gone mm-hmm. for a week. And they're going to be like, okay, sure. You know, all the games they played, like, I thought I saw a stat like in the last like 250 games in the NBA he played, he's missed more than he's played, something crazy like that. I think it's like 131 games missed to 111 something or something like that games played. You know, injuries and stuff are in there too, but that's insane. You're getting paid like $40 million a year and you're playing not even half the games. Mm. (laughs) And you're destroying a team and a franchise and camaraderie and it was kind of nice to see the next day when they all came out and it was just Durant basically was 
the star out there, and they came out and whooped. I know it's the Wizards, but whooped them, you know, one by almost 40 or something like that. So, again, showing we don't really need Kyrie. Mm. You know, he's great to have around if he's going to just play basketball, but you never know. It's not. It's always been the opposite. It's always been off the court stuff. Yeah, just not... ship him down to Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he would love that. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. Five games are going to come pretty quick. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, what a week and a half. Yeah, I think we're not. at least, I think a couple, I mean, we're almost halfway through it already. So he's going to come more games until, you know, quote unquote, he's supposed to come back mm. or get into uh, whatever, some kind of training program to <laughs> learn how to be equal to everybody and you know? I'll treat him like a five-year-old, but whatever. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And then on the, the West side. Oh yeah, West. Talking about surprise teams, uh, <laughs> the Utah Jazz are sitting on top of the conference right now at nine and three. I don't think sure. anyone saw that coming. Mm-mm. No, and then, bottom uh, team. And then on the bottom, you got uh, Golden State. Speaking of digging yourself holes, sitting at four yeah. and seven, they got to start winning some games. Or yeah, their own six behind. on the road. They've lost every road game, so. Yeah, that's not a good stat. No, I think. The but one... I mean, the Lakers are still fighting for them. They're own four on the road, so yeah. like, we're going to catch you, Golden State. <laughs> You're not going to get that one. I think one thing the Warriors have going for them is, you know, well, they're the Warriors. You know, they they'll pull themselves out of this. But on top of that, you have a couple of teams up there at the top right now, in the Jazz and the Blazers who, you know, surprise, hey, these guys are good all of a sudden, but, you know, there's so much season left that there's plenty of time for the Blazers and the Jazz to all of a sudden, you know, look like the teams we expected them to, and then the Warriors to do the same, which which would still put the Warriors at what, maybe fourth? <laughs> Which still gets them a first yeah, round I mean, home, it's, home or court advantage. So or one, if they could be one. Oh yeah, right. They just all of a sudden win thirty games in a row. Like that's something they could totally do. So I, I think I just don't know if the Jordan Poole Draymond Green thing is the thing slowing them down. Mm-hmm. That that whole thing is might look good on the court right now, but you know that's that was a very bad situation and the fact that we all saw what actually happened too mm-hmm. is even worse cuz you you don't you hear about it you don't see it so seeing it was uh yeah that was a big deal so i don't know if that maybe is kind of hindering stuff on the back end as well um and again everyone's getting old they're all yep. getting old over there too mm-hmm. um father times you know lebron james is fighting them on those commercials they're going to oh, be fighting yeah. them soon too so <laughs> I actually, um, I actually just saw that commercial for the first time today. It's oh yeah, it's pretty ironic. <laughs> yeah, it is. Next is gonna be Tom Brady probably. Um, but but yeah, so the Golden State could have a big turnaround. I just don't know if the slow start is because of again what's happening, not off the court, but extra extracurricular. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I still tend to think it's not going to be that big of a deal. But, and it is early in the season. They're definitely going to be a playoff team, but yeah, a top three team, I don't know if they're going to 
be able to pull that off. But... Mm. Well, just I, with I, the Suns and the Nuggets both, the you know, Mavs looking too. like they're supposed to, and the Mavs looking good. You know, it's going to be tough. You know, with the deficit already, you know, it's going to be tough to crack into that. But like the Jazz and the Blazers, even the even the Grizzlies could slip a little bit, you know, because the Grizzlies have been, you know, uh, traditionally a little inconsistent. So we'll see. All right. Any other base? I'm sorry. I meant the Pelicans, not the Grizzlies. Okay. I was going to say the Grizzlies. No, the Grizzlies are good. Yeah. (laughs) Pelicans have to keep one man healthy. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. And then then you'll see. Yeah. If he's healthy, then they'll probably be in the top four, honestly. I think they they get up there. Yeah. He is that good. All right. Uh, Any other. Again, it's early in the season. There's not a whole lot you can glean from the before Christmas, really. I mean, that's when you really can start paying attention to what teams are doing and where they're standing. And but yeah, for sure. um, some more, uh, some other basketball. Uh, we had uh, the college uh, season starting yesterday. Um, North Carolina, Gonzaga, Houston, Kentucky, Kansas sitting as your top five. No real surprises there. We got Baylor, Duke, UCLA, Creighton, Arkansas rounding up your top ten. Looking down below that. TCU, I guess you could call kind of a surprise team at 14. But none of the other really names are too surprising. Again, it's the season is just kicking off. You can't really clean much. But that's where the top 10 and the top 15 are sitting right now. Anything you guys want to mention there? Well, I think, you know, right. You're Like, no surprises. Duke being at seven, I thought they'd be a little higher. But apparently, you know, these... Voters are a little sketched out by Chashevsky's exit, so we'll see. But I mean, I don't think that I don't see Duke losing anything by going to John Shire. The guy's been coaching under Coach K for years. I, <laughs> like, and if you watch, if you paid it, if you watched Duke back when John Shire was playing, like you could tell that dude was going to be a coach. Like you could just tell watching him play. So I, I don't. I don't. I see Duke being top five team, basically. That once they get a couple games under their belt, they'll get back into that top five and won't probably leave it again. Uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> basically, all the all the schools that are always going to be in the top ten are pretty much there. From you know, you got your Gonzagas, your North Carolinas, your Kentuckys, Kansas, blah blah blah. They're all there. Duke. Um, and I think they're all going to, again, pretty much stay in the top 10 for the the year here. Um, but a big, for me, a big surprise is Houston, you know, like starting at three right away. I know they're, they've been, they look good uh, last year too, but mm-hmm. that's a three. <laughs> you know, it's huge. Yeah, it's unbelievable. That's so true. That's a one. We'll see two, how yeah. long that happens because, you know, they're in a conference where you lose one game. 
you're going to drop pretty, pretty, pretty far because you're not going to be playing a lot of top 25 teams or power conferences. So it's kind of the same situation that, I mean, Gonzaga has been in for 20 years. It's, you can't yeah. really lose a conference game. You cannot. No. So that's why you got to go pretty much undefeated like they do every single year. Mm-hmm. It's just You just can't win that last game, unfortunately. Can't get over that hump, but you never know. This could be the year. Well, and that's a thing, a thing that uh, you see with Gonzaga. You see with a lot of these small-time teams. Small-time. I mean, they're all, you know, big quote-unquote big programs, but they're from small schools. They play a little or, you know, in um, less competition in the conference. They don't get that seasoning they need to make it through the college basketball tournament, like con- not consistently. Like Gonzaga will get to their finals and do all those things, but like they'll never be Kentucky or Duke or North Carolina. They'll like as good as they ever get, they'll never be there just because. Well, I mean, if they can go into a power conference and start doing what they're doing and winning 30 games a year, yeah, then, you know, it's a totally different story. But as long as they're playing in those smaller conferences, they're just not going to win championships consistently, if ever. Well, and there's there's been I, I saw a report the other day that uh, they've been in talk. They uh, talked to uh, both the Pac-12, Pac-10 and uh, the Big 12 about joining. I mean, I think that the more more obvious fit is uh, the Pac-12, Pac-10, obviously, but mm. keep, keep yeah. them on the West Coast there. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. At least then they're playing programs that are consistently good at basketball. You know, then they're playing UCLA's, you know, they're playing Oregon's, they're playing uh, – Either one, either Washington team, you know, has good has good years. They're not even they're in Washington. They're not even playing Washington, Washington State. Like, yeah, you know, get the start whooping those teams. And it's not like the Pac-12, Pac-10 is some kind of monster basketball conference. It's not anymore. So there's what's the problem with going in there and being like, yeah, we're Gonzaga. We're just going to whoop you guys, too. Then it's like then people like me will shut up. And maybe your teams then will be ready to actually play in a Final Four. Yeah, you don't want to be the Buffalo Bills of college basketball Mm-mm. all the time. Mm. <clears throat> you know, like for me, like when you see them play in the tournaments, and I don't—I mean, I guess like, I don't want to disrespect, disrespect Gonzaga or anything. They're a great basketball program and really good at working as a team. But to me, it's like they look so much smaller. Than those to the guy, like if they go up against Kentucky or Duke or whatever, it looks like these you're going up against NBA ready players mm-hmm. and you are the best college team out there, but that's about that's as far as you're gonna go, really. You know, like so, I just feel it's it's they, they don't even have that advantage. They, like they're just always like they're smaller and like you know, again, they're all really good team oriented, but they just don't have that physique that the other teams do too. They just always seem to be. You know, like they belong in the – is it the Mountain West they're in? Is that their conference? The WCC. Uh, no, the uh, – West Coast Conference. West Coast. Thank West you. West Coast. Um, yeah. I, and I think part of that – like, it, but you can look at um, 
uh, schools like Villanova and Duke and say they play similarly to, to Gonzaga. The big difference, though, is Gonzaga might have a guy like that on their team that you're talking about, these huge pro-ready, you know, like machines. Yeah. But they don't always have, <laughs> have a guy like that. And, no. But Duke, and even, and even Villanova in recent years, they always have a guy or two like that. Or three. Go, or three to go along with all their, you know, other players that, you know, just are fundamentally sound basketball players that play well as a team and all that. And they can integrate, you know, a, a handful, a couple few, a couple tree guys, you know, that are Two pro, pro style, like, like these Kentucky teams but still have that like traditional college basketball player on their team as well. And then, then you can go and win championships, but without being able to do both, like you either have to, you have to have some kind of pro prowess on your team to win championships these days. And Gonzaga, like they, like, they'll have a guy every once in a while, but they don't always have a guy like that. And that's gonna that's just gonna hurt them. And that's part of that. I don't know if that's because they're a smaller school, but I would think, you know, they have more, you know, they've been to two final fours. They're consistently winning. I, I can't believe it'd be too hard to but who you know, what do I know? Maybe Mark Few just can't re recruit pro players. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of four star recruits just can't get the five star. Yeah, know. maybe that's the maybe that's it. You know, I I don't know, but like uh, these guys always being number two and going thirty three games, <laughs> winning thirty three games a year. It's like oh Gonzaga, people are like oh I'm picking Gonzaga. It's like why? <laughs> you have they've shown me no reason that they'll have like that they'll actually ever win a championship. This uh, is the uh, year times twenty five or whatever. Yep, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I to to your point, Jason. I've picked them the last three years to win the tournament, and so yeah, I guarantee I picked them one of those three years. So, because <laughs> right, at the so, time it was like you know they could. So, but yeah, moving on. Um. Yeah, we have uh, looking through the schedule. We don't have any big games for you guys until next week Tuesday. We have the State Farm Champions Classic. Uh, six o'clock, Kentucky goes to Michigan State, and then eight thirty, uh, Duke goes to Kansas. I think it's been at least four, maybe five years that these four teams play each other in this Champions Classic in some order, and it's always a lot of fun. Kind of the unofficial kickoff, and then. That following Wednesday, uh, we have a big one. Gonzaga goes to Texas. So, they're, they're obviously... That's their, their season. That's their yep. season right there. I mean, obviously, there's games throughout the week, but those are the... Looking through, those are the big, big kickoff the big ones. ones. Nice. So... Yeah, yeah so. I like the I like the tournaments like that at the beginning of the year. I think it's a cool like upbeat way to start the season. I don't know. I like yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then 
coming up uh, a little later, you have the the Maui invite and the ten different ones that, like Jason, you were just saying that the early season tournaments that are always a lot of fun. You can mm-hmm. see match up with some competition and see where you're at early yeah, you, in the season. Yeah, you get like a Duke Kentucky matchup like right away you know or something similar every year there's like one or two of those like hey look at this cool all right so shall we move on to some football i know it's yeah again there's not a lot to say about college basketball this early in the season Mm. but you know and since we're still in college let's just go right over to football let's do it so the the playoff rankings just came out as we were talking to you guys, uh, no surprise, Georgia's number one, Ohio State's number two, Michigan's three. Uh, TCU did get into the top four. They are sitting at number four. Uh, Tennessee slides down to five, and Oregon is sitting at six. So, or, uh, and then... Uh, UCLA and USC are right behind Oregon for the Pac-12. So they still have a chance. TCU is set up really nice. Obviously, someone's going to win the game, knocking either Michigan or Ohio State out. I don't know. You think if that's a close game, they could both get in? I Yeah, I think there's a, there's a universe where Whoever loses that game just slides down to fourth. I, I mean, can see it. If it's a if it's a competitive game, I could see it. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I wonder if the the committee or whoever figures this out is has it. I hate it when they put two teams from the same conference in there. I think only conference champions should be allowed in. There thing but i and i wonder how much of a scent how much that goes into this whole thing but i mean i don't i guess it doesn't because you see two sec teams and they're all the all time, the time so. yeah hmm. <clears throat> it just depends too if one beats the other and then the other one loses in the championship let's just say a big 10 championship and that team beat or that t- you know as compared with Michigan, there could be a scenario where they could both get in. But mm-hmm. the big thing, too, is Tennessee has been so good as well. You know, That's if true. they come back and they beat Georgia in the championship game. Yeah, then you can't not put them in. Then right? you're, then you're, gonna, you're probably going to have to push one of those two teams out unless mm-hmm. TCU doesn't win out. Yeah, it looks, it looks like they might at this rate. They should, but crazier things have happened. Yeah, so part of the reason we're not talking about Alabama in the top six is they go down to LSU uh, 32-31, a really fun game in overtime. LSU goes for uh, two in overtime, gets it. Uh, Ohio State struggled in the rain uh, at Northwestern. Clemson takes a huge loss to Notre Dame. They are... They're out of it. Yeah. Uh, Texas beats Kansas State in a ranked game. 
Uh, Illinois goes down to Michigan State. Illinois lost two in a row after their really hot start. Uh, Kansas becomes bowl eligible for the first time since 2008. Get a nice victory against uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, the Gulf, one of the Gulf posts went into the river after that Kansas game. <laughs> and then our other ranked uh, game, uh, NC State 30, Wake Forest 21. Both those guys are having good seasons, taking a couple losses. And that's your, that's your upsets. Those are your, the big games. And then uh, you guys want to touch on any of those? Well, I think we saw what Clemson's really, really doing, which isn't a whole lot. I mean, the ACC is not exactly a great football conference. And, yeah, I mean, they were dominant when they had guys like Deshaun Watson but Trevor Lawrence. But, I mean, not that they're bad. They're just not as good as they were and maybe shouldn't have been rated so high all year, like a lot of people were saying. Also, LSU, man, I said it last week, too. They just love to, like, be up and down all over the rankings. They're just like, hey, we're 12 this week. Okay, now we're 8. Okay, now we're 15. And now we're 6th. And now we're 10th. Yeah, they just, they're all over the place. And now they're 7th. They're always they're they're... entertaining to watch. <laughs> yeah, and they're all now they're 7th in the... With two losses, they're seventh in the uh, playoff rankings, which, I mean, they've played really well. <sighs> Could they maybe make it in somehow from seventh? I, I mean, Oregon, I don't think, if, is a very strong sixth-place team. If they – if they Tennessee's going to have to crumble first, though, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, or TCU. Right I now, think t- TCU t- could not – nec- Not necessarily t- – t- because Tennessee is in the East. Georgia already beat them, so they have the tiebreaker. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, LSU has right, a tiebreaker at the in the West for Alabama, so LSU could, in theory, go into the Athens. SBC title ga- game and take down Georgia, and then who knows what happens. Mm-hmm. We'll see soon enough. We're only yeah. about three weeks away from that, so. All right. Yeah, should, should be fun. Um, all right. So you want to set us up, Jason, for the big show, big show this week, NFL week nine, let's get some more football in us. All right. And I'm just going to do this right now. Just, I'm just going to rip the bandaid off right now. Green Bay. You can't lose to Detroit. You can't score nine points against Detroit. Rogers can't have three interceptions two of them in the red zone i know one of them was tipped they look awful i don't i'm not even gonna say anything else if jason or jason or ben if you want to take this i've got nothing else to say about this team at this point i got plenty but i'll keep it short i know last time i went off on a rant about how everything is wrong and you guys obviously agree with me because every aspect of the game is wrong this game was even another bigger step into the wrong direction because yes, Aaron Rodgers was throwing picks all over the place. Mm. And like, 
I don't know if you guys are familiar with Bill Brasky from SNL, but he's uh, he's leaving it like he found it. He's like he's, he sucked when he came in, going six and ten, and he might never get six and ten at the end of this year. So I feel like he's just burning it down. Like it 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 just doesn't make any sense. Like um, you know, not really taking you know at fault. Still, he kind of is now, but not leading that team. I mean, we had tons of injuries, but. I mean, we literally had two games this year that we were projected to win all the rest of the season. Two, and they're both against Detroit. We lost one of those games already. So we might not even be projected to win that other Lions game at the end of the year. And, and at Lambeau, I think it's the last year, our last game of the year, January 8th. But, um, yeah, I just – I think they're done. Rashawn Gary is out for the year now, too. You know, like another just big Get, blow. Gary going out is, yeah, just the you know, the kick to this. So it's just like when Rodgers threw that third interception on Sunday, I literally texted some of my buddies. I said, this is rock bottom. Like, this is a rock bottom that the Packers have not felt in a long time. When when that part of the ship is, is sinking that badly, and he's and he's out there like a little child acting about his frustrations. Mm. It's it's pretty much done. Like it's done. There's there's nothing that he or anybody else is going to do or say, you know, nothing. And honestly, for me, the whole trade deadline thing, I knew nothing was going to happen. I hate that they are like, well, look at the evidence. We tried this and that and this and that. You didn't. You tried. I don't care. You didn't do anything. And I just feel like for me. That's something from the top, like Mark Murphy. Somebody needs to be removed and bring in a new regime because we cannot do this. We're going to draft and build up our own team anymore. It doesn't work. It's not going to work anymore. We need to go out and get players, find players. I mean, we had Claypool, and then the Bears offered something, and they gave it to the Bears because at the time they're like, the Bears are going to suck more. That second-round pick is going to be higher than the Packers. Mm. You know, like that's what they went off of, stuff like that. And who supposedly. knows if that's actually and that be might the be case. completely wrong. Yeah. It could be completely wrong now. But like yeah, to me it's just again, everything's wrong. You know, the captain of the ship is is just steering us into on deep uncharted waters and the top is just not willing to fix it right now when it needs to be fixed right now because we're we, we have limited time with our there, MVP there, quarterback. What what can we do at this point? That's the thing. Well, nothing. There is nothing we can do anymore. I think, There's nothing we can do. I think to the point of the you know drafting and building from within that worked when we had guys like Ron Wolf, who knew what they and were Ted doing, Thompson. and Ted Thompson, who were good at yes. it. You know, clearly that's not going to work if you can't do it correctly. <laughs> so, I mean, well, again, I don't it's, know that old fashioned thinking too. Like you're not changing. You need to adapt to the times. Mm-hmm. It's not working. You need to move on to something else. And then you just keep not, you know, keep showing us. You're not going to do anything to change it. Nope. We're going to do exactly. We have the people we have, you know, like we have the coaches we have, like everything's in place. Like it's not, it's not in place. You're wrong. You have to admit you're wrong and try to change it. And I feel like they just won't do that unless it's, you know, the Green Bay Packers select blah, blah, blah. You know, that's the only way that they'll bring someone to the team. So it's just very frustrating because I felt like even to get an offensive lineman or a receiver or something, even just having bring somebody in could have just maybe sparked them a little bit differently. Like, hey, this could be the guy that could help us beat at least the Lions. That 
take one step at a time, beat them. All right. But we did it, you know, like, but nothing. It was just, we go in there, we play flat. Um, the Lions made so many mistakes as well. I mean, it was, it was really like one of the worst football games I've ever seen because both teams were just hard to watch, just so hard to watch. So, yeah, 15-9 game, you know, how many field goals could each team kick? We, we could have had nine points off field goals. They could have three off of the fourth downs. You know, there's all these little things. But, again, 15-9 game, could have came back and won it, decided that let's just uh, keep this season in the crapper. So, Do you, do you guys think there's a chance uh, Rodgers retires after this year? Because I'm starting yes. to get that. I'm very yes. much starting to get that feeling. Yeah, uh, I think if he, I mean, I don't actually think he will, but I think that if he, if this season doesn't improve and he doesn't feel like he can either, you know, get out of that contract or get traded, he's going to seriously consider it. You know, yeah. look at the guy, like that dude's just, over all of this he's just so over all of this he and i'm sorry like he looks a little he looks a little washed i'm sorry but yeah. he does the, the those passes are not there anymore Mm-mm. that that pass to bakhtiari again his first catch of his career that would have been that's what we're going after now throw that the throw of bakhtiari wouldn't even have gotten to him if that guy was there to pick it off that was a bit underthrown so it just frustrates me that like He's getting mad at it, like receivers not running around, stuff like that. Drop balls, yes, it's happening. Blah blah blah. But where are your? Where's your? Ac- where, why are you not being accurate? Why are these passes so and in much different zone. than a year ago? And in oh, the God, end zone yes. too. He never did that. You know, he wasn't throwing yeah. picks in the end zone. Three like interceptions. That. That's a Jay in, Cutler move within the twenty-five yard line. There's four quarterbacks in the last ten years that have that stat, and he's one of them now. You know, like. Is Jay Cutler one of the other ones? I don't know, but oh, I, mean, I bet very, he is. It's a very good da- guess. I mean, <laughs> he might be the other three. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's just frustrating. There's nothing this year that's going to change them. They're going to they're going to be underdog the whole rest of the year. They might pull off some wins here and there. Who knows? But again, I don't have any really confidence that they're going to win any more games this year. And I'm a Packer fan. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm just, it's just, it's, I'm just facing reality. It, it doesn't look good no. <laughs> at all. And there's nothing, there's not one thing or two things or three things that can fix the team. It's probably like 10 things until the ship is righted here and on course again. So yeah, it's got to wait till next year, I think, for that to happen. But yeah, the Aaron thing, he could be gone at the end of this year. And I've even seen people on the Packers Reddit board say, uh, uh, who's the top quarterbacks coming out next year and how many games mm-hmm. we have to lose to get them? You know, like <laughs> people are asking those questions because it just doesn't look good. The attitude's not there. There's not a win now. You know, I'm losing time attitude. It's, well, we'll just uh, see what happens next week. Or, oh, that was the beating we needed. Like, no, nope, yeah. that's all non-motivating things to say. When well, you're yelling at your that... players to say, like, if we lose the Jets, it's not going to be a lost season. And you yell at your players for saying that. And now you're basically saying the same things at the press conferences as they are saying. No what? hope, no confidence. Yeah. What was that? What, like, was that two weeks ago where he's just like, yeah, I think that might have been just what this team needed after they lost to, like, the Jets? It was, Jets, right, before was the Bill, right before the Bills game. Uh, so, no, it would have been the Jets. It was uh, it, it yeah. was after the Jets game. 
Was it after? Was it after Jets? No, I thought it was. I, I believe game it was. After yeah, and he's like, oh, I think that was just the, what this team needed. Like what to to look like a bunch of amateurs? <laughs> like what are you talking about? No, that's not how that works, man. Oh my god, you're getting paid fifty million dollars this year not to look like that. So. Mm-hmm. Come on, are you kidding me? You're, he, you're, he's literally the one guy that can't look that way if this team is going to do anything at all. And he's like, oh, I can't even hit an open receiver anymore. Like, what is going on? It's yeah. uh, it's not good. All right, let's move on. Uh, Jason, yeah. let's talk about those dolphins. Yeah. You talk about your dolphins there? I mean, they're defense had me a little worried against the Chicago Bears there giving up a lot but I mean Fields was all over. Fields was incredible I mean I don't know if they wanted him to run that much 175 yards or whatever it was but 78 yeah something just out of control like I don't think they called those a lot of those plays but man no the guys making plays on his feet I just eventually every one of these guys becomes like that you either turn into Lamar Jackson or you turn into Robert Griffin, the third, right? Like either he's just going to get trucked, you know, on, well, on I saw a lot of Vic in him too, day. but, or, you know, he, that's true. Vic was, I did the, see some Vic. Vic is built like a running back though. Like that dude could like run a guy. Like he could run over a cornerback. Like oh, a guy yeah. like Robert Griffin the third couldn't. I guess Lamar Jackson. Well, you could try breaking to pieces. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> Robert was... Griffin the third was made of glass. No one told anybody oh. before he came. Well, Shanahan also Mike Shanahan just like threw him into the middle of the yeah. field. Like he didn't like he did that to him. Well, it was it's the Washington football team and <laughs> that's your only player. That's, it. <laughs> that's true. Either you throw it Robert to somebody or you run. And that's the only two things you can do. You, you don't hand it off to the running back. That's the two things you do. You're gonna save this team for one year and that's it. So like we'll see with Justin Fields. I think he needs to like get, being able to get yards with your feet is fine. Like look at Josh Allen, he does it all the time. But you need to also be able to not only make the throws, which I'm sure Justin Fields can do when when they let him like rip the top off, the dude's got a cannon. But he needs to be able to, you know, read a defense and do all those other things. We'll see. Like he looks more Michael Vick than Robert Griffin the 3rd. But, like, I'm hoping he can get enough Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen in him that he can actually become a dual-threat quarterback instead of a single threat, you know? Yeah, we shall see. I mean, he looks good so far, but like you said, there's – you can't really keep that up. But two no, also no one has no one no one has in the history of the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> that up, so. but two, yeah, two, two is looking good, good going back to the Dolphins. Two is still looking solid. I mean, <laughs> he's even coming out of college. Like there were a lot of questions about him, but he was always an incredibly precise passer. Yeah. So having two guys like Waddle 
and Tyreek, uh, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, who are just like speed demons. He can just like, oh, you're open, bam, and hit him right in stride, and those dudes just take off. They just disappear. Oh, it's crazy. I love it. It's great. Yeah, and it was funny seeing the box score. Justin Fields, like 178 yards rushing, Tua, zero. He was, uh, he was literally in the pocket. He stayed in the pocket the whole time. He did, it, was, it was completely a tale of two quarterbacks. One, I am running for my life. The other one, I am not leaving this imaginary square. I'm staying in here, and that's it. Like, it was just crazy. Like, seeing those stats, like, you know, and, and you could and 35-32, I mean, both things worked, you know? Like, both things were effective. It was just, yeah, I just, it was just weird to see two, like, zero, nothing. Okay, yeah, it works, man. Stay in the pocket, throw. Fields, and, take off. Two seconds in your head, take off, you know? Yeah, and, I mean, two, it looked good passing the ball. He was accurate, I think, yeah. at one point. He 21 for 30 or something like that. It's like so. QB rating of, like, 150, you know, like, just, yeah. like, damn near perfect. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I, they need to kind of tighten up that defense a little bit. I think uh, picking up um, – Oh, yeah. They, they did. Chubb, they tightened it up. Yeah, that, getting it. Bradley Chubb is really going to help that pass rush that should have been already good. So yeah. maybe that'll actually make it good now. So we'll see. I think, yeah, my uh, Dolphins Super Bowl pick isn't looking so crazy anymore, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> the Packers is side not. is is looking Oof. real unfortunate. That's the end but, of that. Yeah. <laughs> Only way the Packers are going is they buy tickets and they're sitting in the stands, <laughs> just like anybody else. Yep. All right. Um, a few more games. We should probably touch on the Patriots just absolutely trucking the Colts twenty six to three. Uh, Speaking of they, the Colts, real quick too, uh, the whole Jeff Saturday. Oh yeah, that just went yes. down. Love Jeff Saturday. Seems like a great man, but stupid, stupid, stupid hire in my mind. The guy has never he's coached high school football for three years, and that's it. Like. <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't, it's just, I feel weird he's coming into that situation as a head, as an interim head coach, but still just walking in and taking over those guys. He says, he doesn't even know all the, all the guys' names on the team. You know, it's just, it's a weird scenario, but it's Jim Irsay. That's what he does. See, um, I, I heard, I heard a theory on my way to voting today on the radio that uh, he's doing this to basically tank the season, which, if that's I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't necessarily believe that, but if that's the case, I mean, you're doing Jeff Saturday dirty if that's the case. Yeah. Mhm. And Jim Irsay is dirty. So yes, I wouldn't he put is. it past him. Um he uh has done some weird things in the past, but there's easier ways to tank it than bringing in someone who's beloved in that organization. Yes. Yes. And then being like good luck. You know, I was thinking about this, and I wonder if this isn't actually some kind of secret super smart play here. Because, like, really, play calling, you're just going to hand that off to a coordinator, right? You already did, yep. Yep. So it was announced today. You don't need head head coach to call. I mean, hell, no team, really. The way they run these uh, coaching staffs now. You don't, your head coach doesn't even actually need to call plays. 
They just, in many cases, in most cases, they do. So you have your coordinators calling your plays. You've got your position coaches. Your head coach, you can have him fill any role you want. So why not bring in Jeff Saturday, Colts legend, offensive lineman, super smart dude, charismatic. Everybody loves him. He's on TV, knows a bunch about football. He played with Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning and all these things. Why not? You know, why not just bring in the Ura guy, you know, and just for half a season, just yeah. to see. I mean, your season's not going anywhere anyway. Exactly. So. And so and this guy's a winner and a proven champion. You want to go mm-hmm. in there and lose all the games? Like, I, I mean, well, I that's the risk you take. Yeah. Well, he should look at the three, five, and one Colts and see that Sam Ellinger is your quarterback, Jonathan Taylor is hurt. You know, the defense, everything's not been that good. It's not going to get better. And he's, you know, like, I don't know. For me, I'd be like, you're, you're, it, I think he took it because he was so shocked and felt so grateful that he was even mentioned to coach his beloved Indianapolis Colts. But, like, at the same time, he, I, I think it's they're going to go probably all in eight or nine or whatever the, rest of the season is. It doesn't look good, like, um, for, for them overall. So, I, I wish him all the best. I do hope that he wins and kind of proves everybody wrong because he's such a good guy, but I just feel like it's it's a trap. I don't think he expects to go, like, better than 500 for the rest of the season. Like, I don't think... Well, I, yeah, he better not. Right? Like, he's he he's pretty smart. He should be able to look at this and be like, okay, how many games could I honestly win with this team? Like, maybe that's not what it's about. Like, because if you... I don't know uh, how this works within the organization, but he's like a made man over there. So who's to say he's not hanging out there all the time. And you know, some of these players already know him and it's like, Hey, why don't you have Jeff come coach? Whatever season's effing over anyway. So who cares? I, I think there's something to this. Like, that's just like where my brain goes about this, like just trying to rationalize this, be like, what could they be thinking? Because yeah, my, all my I logic said, tells me that this makes no sense whatsoever, <laughs> but well, maybe then, there's some kind of big brain play here. Well, maybe Jeff, I mean, Jeff Saturday, maybe he's a good actor too, because like the press <laughs> conference, he pretty much said he had no idea what was going on. He doesn't know at least half the people who are playing football on the team. Like he was pretty damn clueless. And I'm like, Again, you don't want to sound like that when you come out there either. Like, sure, don't say I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. You know, you don't want to hear I don't <laughs> when you're like, here's our new starter or our new coach. You know, our starting head coach is like, yeah, the Baltimore Colts. Oh, Indianapolis. That's right. You know, like it's just like I just thought it was just like uh, he's being honest. That's great, but at the same time, like you need to be more of like. You know, don't answer, don't say those things. Answer differently. Be more general. <laughs> like, you know, like, I don't know. I just felt it was like, you're saying, you weren't saying the, the, the best things, I guess, at a press conference where you're being introduced as the new face of the franchise. Cause he kind of is in a way. Sure. Know? But I, I, I would blame, I would look, you know, I think of that as like a media thing where it's just like, Blam, you're getting asked 15 questions about something you just got hired to do. 
Yeah, like, true. He's not going to have the answers to those questions. You listen to some well, of the things they Well, it was more of him, him just blabbering. That, that was the problem. He just kept saying he stuff. He did. Like, just shut yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're nervous. You're yeah, probably, oh, God, he did. Like, he talks like, a lot, yes, though. He, no, oh, yeah, he does. He just, That's what even, his job was. Yeah, even on TV, you could tell that dude could just like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Anything, you love talking you about know. pancaking dudes. That's the thing. <laughs> pancaking dudes. The Jeff Saturday signal. Pow! Boom! Well, yep. look, looking at the rest of their schedule, let's run this down quick. They got. Yeah, I got it up here too. They got at the Raiders. They could win that game. Yeah, they could win that game. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, Eagles come to Indy. Mm, Probably no. not. Uh, Steelers come to Indy. They could win Possibly. that. We'll just they say could, they, could they could win, win that. that. Uh, at the Cowboys? No. No. We'll at just, the Vikings? Yeah, no. no. Uh, Chargers come to town? I would Probably not say it. Not. I would, yeah, I would say I'm leaning towards no yeah. more than yes. Uh, at the Giants? That's a toss-up, too. And it just depends on what end, Giants you get. Yeah. And with the Texans at home. And that well, could be a win. A win. That, so, could be, that could be three yeah. wins right there. Well, and let's yep. say they do beat the Giants. That's four and four. Yeah. It's possible. But, uh, yeah, I just don't. Again, like he, he probably knows what he's going into, but it's just it's that's going to be a really tough situation for old Mister Saturday. Mm. And honestly, if he goes four and four, that puts them at seven, nine, and one. Like you could sneak in, not seven, even nine, that one. bad. Yeah, right. Like that's Just not good, but sneak in. That is not even bad. No, no. Uh, one other, one other big upset we had was, uh, and I don't even know if you can call it an upset at this point. The Jets uh, getting a nice road win or home win against the uh, Bills. Bills. Yeah. Damn. Jets, yeah, Jets are win. sitting at six and three. They're they're looking pretty good this year. Mm-hmm. Just depends on what quarterback shows up. Yeah, is that still the question mark? Uh, Zach Wilson is he still has those tendencies, obviously. He's but again, second year, you're still kind of learning the process. But um, I think the bigger question, the bigger thing is, yeah, the Bills lost, but they might have lost Josh Allen for a little bit now too, which yeah, is even a, way did- bigger. That injury did not look good. Yeah, it's a way bigger problem than losing by three to the Jets. So if you're not going to have him for a couple games, and you know that could be tough. So, one well, from what I was hearing, it's uh, nerve damage. So that's even scarier. Ooh. Yep, that's uh, more of a question mark than anything. So, yep. And then uh, the Buccaneers getting a nice win against the Rams. Brady with his. 3,000th uh, comeback. Yep. Approximately 3,000th comeback. Yeah, just Brady doing Brady stuff. Football or nothing, guys. Football or nothing. (laughs) I don't need a supermodel wife. I got football. I got my dudes. (laughs) I mean, shit, whatever, man. Shit, whatever. Yeah, I ain't going to judge. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) And then the Chiefs Sunday night uh, Getting a tough win against the Titans Mahomes threw for 68 68 times Just 
I don't know. I, I never even heard of that number before. <laughs> so, dude, like a lot of teams 67. don't. A lot of teams don't run sixty-eight <laughs> plays in a game. Yeah, like yeah. That's just talk about taking the running game completely out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it uh, was a pretty fun week. It was a fun week. It, it was. Let's see what we got for you guys this week. Uh, Falcons Panthers uh, on Amazon Prime, so Prime gets another uh, fantastic game there. That's fine. Yeah. I personally, you know, I guess you know, on the surface and for the casual fan, I understand that that's not exactly the PJ Walker show, man. Are you guys ready yeah. for the PJ Walker show? I want to see Atlanta play. Like I just I haven't been able to watch them yet, so I just want to see what a four and five conference or division leading team looks like. Well, the Amazon's gotta be proud because they know they got one person for sure watching it. Then Jason is the guy for sure on Thursday tuning in. Hey. That's one, guys. Ooh, it's gonna be All exciting. Right. Uh, Saturday morning, we got our first. This is this the first Germany game, or they've been over to Germany before? No, they've never been to Germany. This is the first okay. time. So we got uh, the six and three surprising Seahawks, led by uh, the immortal Geno Smith. Yeah. Against the uh, Goat Buccaneers. I think that's man. Seattle has a long trip that over to really Germany, long man. Trip, yes. That's a long, long flight. That sucks for them. But hey, you know, maybe they'll, maybe they like flying. Well, you have to assume they got to travel a lot, gonna... anyways. They, I mean, they have to be one of the that's most travel teams out of anybody because they're yeah. in the corner of the Northwest, so yeah. they're traveling you have to probably assume the most. That they're going to get there a couple, at least a couple days beforehand, too. Yeah, still. Yeah, they'll like... probably get there by Wednesday or Thursday. Those teams. Uh, the 12 o'clock window, we got the Vikings-Bills. That should be fun. See if the Bills can bounce back. See if Josh Allen plays. Uh, we got Lions-Bears. Nothing really to mention there. We got the surging Jaguars over those Chiefs, though. Yeah, yeah that could be. Trap game? <laughs> I can see it. Trap game? I in Kansas City, I don't that last uh, Clemson championship team, uh, those two guys, the quarterback and running back, have been looking actually pretty good for those Jaguars. True, very true. But I don't again, see it it's it's... the Jaguars, <laughs> and it's in Kansas City. If, That's... if it was, if it was, if it was in, in Jacksonville, Jacksonville, I could get excited about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about that again. next game, though? Is that a trap game? Browns Dolphins. I mean, Jason. I mean, I mean well, the Dolphins uh, should win that. But again, the Browns are—I can't believe they have three wins already. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm serious. Like they don't look like a three-win team. Like, again, they, they just played the Bengals, and that was pretty shocking that they kicked the crap out of them that bad. That was the first really, I guess, game I watched them. You know, for for the most part, play a game. Um, but they've been kind of surprising. I, I Jacoby Brissett's been doing a lot better than I assumed he was going to do this year. So. Yeah, but this is Miami, so I I I I would pick the the Dolphins obviously to win that. My my only fear is Jacoby Brissett used to play for the Dolphins, and like 
he just seems like the kind of guy who would go down to Miami and beat him. Uh, I am a little worried about this game. But, I mean, maybe it'll just be like the Chicago game where it's just a boat race. I hope not. They should just do like quick out flats to Tyreek Hill and let him run run for like 300 yards after catch. That's what I think they should do. All right, we got uh, Colts going to the Raiders. Jeff Saturday's first game. See if they can pull some magic there. Shouldn't be. I mean, playing the Raiders in your first game is kind of a. That's a that's a nice uh, welcome present, I mm. think. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Car- Cardinals Rams both struggling. Uh, see who can get right there. We got Packers Cowboy Packers Cowboys. Cowboys probably gonna win by that spread is only sitting at five right now. I I feel like that's probably gonna inch up a little bit. We'll see the Lambo factor for some reason always skews those points no matter yeah. what's going on. Uh, Sunday night, we got the Chargers uh, 49ers. That should be fun. And then Monday, we got uh, Commanders going to the Eagles. You would think the Eagles should be able to put that one away pretty handily. Could be trap. Trap games are going to start happening. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. And And those Commanders didn't look bad the last couple weeks. No, they haven't. Yeah, and that line's sitting at eleven, so it's kind of, it's kind of a high line right now. Uh, for your fantasy purposes, uh, you got the we got the Bengals, the Patriots, the Jets, and the Ravens all have buys this week. So check your team, make sure you don't have any uh, fantasy players on buy this week, and adjust accordingly. That's a new segment. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing that a couple of weeks now. Oh, nice. Yep, the fantasy buys. Because people can forget. Oh, crap. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I had four Ravens. Ah. Yeah. Uh, running down the uh, college football schedule. Uh Man, is there no ranked teams this week? Uh, Alabama, Old Miss, that's a ranked game. Uh, UCF, uh, Tulane, both ranked. Uh, Wisconsin goes to Iowa. That's always a slobberknock game. Classic Big Ten stuff. Yep. We you got win some corn or something. You yeah. win some kind of corn troll shoot. I don't know, something out of that one. We got Washington going to Oregon, and then the ABC nightcap. We got TCU uh, going to Texas. See if that's going to be a big one. TCU can stay undefeated. Uh, Anything else looking through that you guys are looking at for this week, college football wise? No, you pretty much hit the top twenty-five there. Nope, just we're getting closer to rounding it out. Yep. Into that championship game. So, mm-hmm. and then we got uh, obviously basketball for you guys still coming. 
we got some football, uh, we got baseball, we got the World Cup coming up in two weeks, I want to say. Yeah, it's the 20th, I believe it starts. Yep, that sounds right. The 20th, so that's uh-huh. coming up pretty fast for you guys. Um, yeah, anything else we're watching? No, that's it, man. That's a bunch of sports. Just don't, you know, as long as you're watching the sports you love and getting entertainment out of it, that's all that matters. Yep, exactly. And like we've been saying for a few weeks, you got you got your pick of sports to watch. Exactly. Yeah, just, just be a fan. That's all we ask. Yep. Be a yep. Fan. All right. And uh, please, uh, you guys got about, if anyone that hasn't voted, you got in Wisconsin, you got about 40 minutes to get out there. So if you can and you haven't yet, please go to your polling station. Uh, voting is the most important civic duty we have as Americans. So please cast your vote. And. We'll be back next week with some more sports for you guys. Yes, we will. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a good night, everybody. Take care, everyone. Have a good night, guys. Mm.